Here's Savid Silva. And if they win the title from here, I don't think it'll ever be topped. Talked about 1989 and the way Arsenal needed to win by two, did win by two, and took it away from Liverpool's grasp. Another corner. Joe Hart has got as far as the centre circle this time. In goes Jacko! Oh, Humphrey Kendall here! Could it happen? Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of the Bengaluru Citizens Podcast. Today we've got Sandy and Shruti joining us. Hi folks. Hi. Hi. Hey. Yeah. And well, today is a sacred day for Manchester City fans worldwide. If you don't know already, today is the 13th of May 2012. Eight years ago today, we won our first ever Premier League title. Eight years to that Aguero moment, eight years to the most iconic scene in Premier League history. Fair to say we've come a long way since that day and naturally City fans themselves have come a long way since that day. So I think we've really dominated the domestic trophy scenario and we can hear from Shruti more on that I suppose. You can start us off Shruti. Yeah, so... uh... The year I I started supporting City, we finished on the ninth position. So, five years later when we won our first ever Premier League trophy, it was kind of out of the world. Like, I didn't know how to react to that and plus the manner in which we won because it it, it literally went on to the last second. And, uh, okay, (laughs) thinking about that moment still gives me chills, I think. It's the one video that I keep revisiting because uh, drink it in, you know, the, the that feeling the, uh, up until the last moment we were behind and then we came back and uh, that that's something which showed that, you know, we actually take battle, uh, take pride in our battle and uh, the way in which our entire thing, uh, the entire image and the attitude of the club that changed right after that trophy, uh, right after that Premier League win, is evident. Has been evident in the last eight years because after that we went on to win. Uh, like we be- we became more dominant. We were winning every. We became the first team to win all the four trophies in the domestic league, which uh, was dubbed as something impossible by one of the greatest managers in football. So, I think as a fan, it's something that. The, you associate yourself with a club that motivates you in your real life and uh, seeing Manchester City go from uh, just a mid-table team to you know going to the top of the table and then staying there for a long period of time our uh, our Premier League run in the 2017-2018 season the 2018-2019 season it was uh, you see that sort of improvement and you you always feel that okay this is a club that you know it it started off as something so small and now it has, with every with each passing year it has start it has become such a huge part of our lives so i i don't know how to put it in words but i definitely know that as a city fan i have never felt this much pride and i don't think there's any other club in football that i could have ever loved as much as i love this Team. So, yeah. Wow. Fanatic fans. <laughs> Andy, what do you think about the last eight years? 
is it a dream for you are you still drinking it in because i know i am <laughs> i think i'm almost always drinking it in when it comes to city um I, i'll be honest i i wasn't really a die hard fan until 2012 and i still remember i was in a i was working in amsterdam and i was in this pub with friends and they were all united fans and i've always supported an underdog as a kid so for some reason i felt naturally attracted attracted to this club that's suddenly saying you know what we we take a go at it uh, we're a small team and we'll figure out a way to to become big and i started following the success of steve um the fa cup and when we came to the the, the final match um and i i i i'm sure you remember this the ball went out of play just before we recollected it and somehow passed it up and we could have easily kept the ball in play and we did and i remember seeing this this you know bangs his hand on the stone behind him and i was that person right barely 40 minutes away by flight from manchester i was like what's going on and then when 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 mario got the ball i was like oh my god of all people <laughs> are we going to trust him with this <laughs> and then it happened so quickly and i just couldn't believe it and and i was literally the only guy supporting blue in the whole pub um so it was a feeling i i i don't think i've ever felt this much pride in in literally uh, supporting one team and seeing them win and from 2012 onwards it's it's just been day in day out week in week out following the goals um the last 3 years have been extremely special under pellegrini we did a really good job in terms of becoming this content for top four consistently last few years uh, the amount of pride of felt uh, and and the fact that we've still not lost that element of being a little bit unpredictable i mean city fans typically have higher blood pressure than the rest of the club so that's <laughs> definitely true uh, but yeah we we've not lost that unpredictability completely but god are we playing amazing football and i absolutely love love where the team has gone to right yeah so super proud yeah so we've won a lot of titles since then and uh, a lot of titles in the last 3 years as well but just because we have won a lot of titles and just because we have easily been the most successful club in the premier league in the last decade I think a lot of people like to throw brickbats at us city fans calling us plastic and stuff. I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me because every club have gains its supporters during its times of success, right? Yeah. Nobody likes to support a club that's about to be relegated. I mean, maybe some some people do, but you won't start supporting a club especially when you're in a foreign country. Yeah. Without some yeah. success attached to it. So, what do you guys have to say about that? Anyway, Shruti, you can go. Okay. Uh, all right. So I think it's pretty ridiculous uh, to call someone plastic just because they started supporting a team when the team was winning. And uh, there, there, there's a very clear-cut uh, uh, counter argument to that. The thing being that, uh, being that, if you were like, if you are almost ten years older, older to me. and if you have been supporting uh, manchester united during the early 2000s and the late 90s then how do i know then how do i know that you are not a glory hunter who saw the one of the greatest sides that football has ever seen and decided to support or let's say you started watching football in around 2002 2003 and you and you claim to be an arsenal fan 
for the last uh, 17 18 years how do i how do i know that you are not supporting arsenal just because they were the invincibles yeah so i think yeah. it's it's pretty common that every and it's common across all sports <coughs> that's the reason why uh, people still love uh, ricky pointing led uh, australian team or that's the reason why djokovic has so many fans now because he he got up and he challenged the dominance of two of the uh, greatest tennis players that we have seen so that's the thing uh, you have already created a norm and if somebody gets up and challenges you they they are the underdog and if the underdog starts performing well it the club the player uh, they are bound to get new fans so if you are going to call them uh, a plastic or you are going to question the authenticity of their love for the club then i'm sorry to break it to you 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 don't know how to uh, go on with the football banter because for me banter is about the sport the game the uh, skills the talent the player the managers it's never about uh, prove how <clears throat> you know prove it to me how much you love your club if if you are stooping down to that level then i don't think you have valid arguments since you cannot comment uh, since you cannot make a comment on the quality of game that we are producing you you know you come up with the most random thing as far as uh, the plastic the, the this particular comment which always sticks with me is that oh these people leave uh, the stadium early so wait we have <clears throat> you like these uh, fans always claim that we are a small club so i understand when the fans leave the stadium but you are a big big club you have so many premier league trophies and why did your fans leave the club when you were losing a match this season there should be, the same argument applies to you as well but i don't think people look at it that way they have you know just come across a joke that someone thought was funny and they have been re- recycling the same things yeah that's what i feel yeah yeah i think you know we can be jocular about it and we can just disregard and say you know haters going to hate or something but i do think it's a very emotional thing because i see of all people of of the sick big six at least the big six have a huge following in india and of the big six clubs only city fans are derided for their choice in supporting a club you know it, it it's like everyone just gangs up against city and i'm i'm sorry to interrupt i'll yeah. just add to that i don't think i mean yeah city obviously receives like the maximum amount of of uh, you know this these comments from the rest of the clubs but i think chelsea has also had its fair share of plastic uh, fan comment and that's because when chelsea got up and challenged the uh, the dominance of united or well liverpool they haven't won any premier league so they don't count but uh, like you know arsenal and all when they when chelsea got up and they challenged uh, that particular dominance even they were uh, even their fans were lab- you know labeled as uh, english bandwagon but then how can you uh, like a new generation of fans they are obviously going to support someone who they who, with whom they can relate right what is the point of me basking in the glory of a history that i did not see you are proud of something that your fo- that your father and your grandfather saw i'm sorry i would rather ha- i would rather be you know watching my club uh, i would rather watch my club make history than take glo- than take pride in something that they achieved 10 years before i was born if that's not how you think then i don't know how to argue with you and with you i mean the fan the other fan yeah yeah fair enough 
Sandil, do you want? Yeah, so I really don't understand this plastic fan, you know, accusations and and needling words. As it's now, I'm kind of immune to it. I've met so many guys who said, "Hey, you've never been to the Etihad." Well, I'm sorry, it is the Etihad. It's not exactly HSR layout, right? I can't exactly Uber it up <laughs> every week. So, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, that's that's never going to work out. But yeah, look, it, we've started needling each other and made it part of our culture now. So every time City go down one goal, I I message Varun, who's the head of our SC. I message him and tell him to take his Chelsea jersey out, right, and keep it ready because we are just. Gonna... <laughs> look, it's 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 yeah. it happens, and I, I I really feel for the Arsenal fans what they're going through for the last four years. That they are real. I mean, forget about us. They are the ones who really have to have their loyalty question day in day out. Yeah. Going. And and it's not easy to support yeah. a club. And even then, you know, I've seen I've I've not seen that kind of criticism come. For some reason, from the Arsenal fans, I see that from the Chelsea fans a little bit, which I completely do not understand. I mean, if they really, if plastics really existed, come on, guys, you were the original plastics. But um, <laughs> I see that a lot from the red side of Manchester, right? And look, I, I think it's it's just uh, people are sometimes unhappy about the fact that uh, somebody gave a go at it. Um, if you look at the owners and the way they decided to. bring their money in it's all about let's invest some money create a business opportunity and have a go at this right and shake up the status quo and you see that and then right. uh, that's all it was it wasn't really about trying to prove a point or or make a big deal out of it and if you look at the way our run absolutely if you look at the people they got in like ferran if you look at khaldun the way he carries himself if you look at what they've done for for manchester as well It's not just uh, throwing money, and and there's there's so much of authenticity behind that that plasticity. So I I completely do not understand it, to be honest. Very true. That's a compelling point that you just made because you can easily say, you know, people who are I wouldn't say jealous of your success, but at least the outsiders, whenever they're looking at a club like City, they can easily just. Disregard the success by saying, you know, they threw large sums of money at it. But I mean, at least from what I've seen, they always have a agenda whenever they're going for a player or whenever they're going for a manager. And Pellegrini was an amazing manager, to be honest. But he always knew. He's made many public comments saying he always knew, you know, they were preparing for Pep. So I think since day one, they've had. I mean, the owners at least have had a proper ideology that they want to follow, a sustained success model that they followed, and they've had the patience to stick to it. So, you guys can touch up on that. Yeah, uh, bringing in Pep has, uh, you know, people often criticize him, saying that oh, he always wants to spend more money and he's a fraud and every like, you know. Yeah. Manager. So, uh, you like. the person who has never played football outside of a uh, play uh, like you know is at any place other than the local playground you go- we are going to sit here and comment on how a manager who has won so many trophies you're going to say you're going to call him a fraud all right i understand that you as uh, as a spectator of the sport you're allowed to have an opinion but at least look at it this way just because you have good just because you have uh, money and good players doesn't mean you are going to win right we have seen happen to us yeah. as well and uh, 
secondly pep's attitude towards the game is not oh i have won this so i'm going to celebrate which uh, which you know reflects very well in the in our centurion season we won the league but he was still not satisfied he wanted to go for those 100 points and he motivated all the players to go for those 100 points which then reflected in the game i would why why do you think anyone would ever you know not want to have a manager like that who wants you to do well irrespective of what your position is on the table uh and another thing is that he is the kind of a manager who has always defended his players in the in, in public eye he has not criticized a single player and you know has outed the dressing room secrets in the the uh what are the faults or anything anything that he has had to discuss he has done it internally exactly i can think of a very popular bus driving manager who does the exact yeah, so you can go ahead and uh, you know uh if if you think that a manager is good because he is going out and slating his players in the media well good for you because that's how maybe that's how you want uh, you know your manager to treat you but think of it this way if you are at your job and you are you have done something wrong would you like your would you like your boss to you know come to you and tell you what your fault is or would you like your boss to you know go around the entire office and scream okay you know this person is an idiot he has done this or he has done that if you can't take it on a personal level how do you expect the players to deal with such kind of public humiliation when their managers criticize them publicly yeah. that's true but you know then again a lot of different managers have different yeah. managing styles so some of some other styles have worked for other managers but it's not about that kind of managerial success right i mean if you look at the club for example i think you know sandeep you can that the club has had a proper agenda ever since they took over I mean, i'm sorry the owners have had a proper agenda ever since they took over the club which was 12 years ago now and uh, yeah you, you you obviously noticed some things that they've done to give us the success that we have so yeah, Puneet, so just to kind of touch upon that that whole sustained success model right and and how it's been done uh, i mean just to kind of give you a little bit personal insight into it i grew up in in dubai and uh, i lived most of my childhood in the uae and i saw that country transform from being a small desert peninsula to you know being a real wealthy sovereign fund and the way the emiratis work culturally is they realize that uh, the oil is eventually going to run out and they start diversifying their investments and when they do that they typically don't try to be uh second or third they try to to win and they try to boss and dominate that space and truly create a sustainable outfit around it so you'll see that with uh with companies like mubadla investments which is completely funded by the abu dhabi government and you'll see that with the investments strategically made in ferrari as well um and that's been the business nature and a lot of that is actually khaldun i mean khaldun was a little bit of a hero to kids like us who grew up in the middle east because he was this orphan in a way um his his dad was assassinated uh, who he his dad was an, was an ambassador to the uh, to the palestinian government and very difficult but with wealth and then he he studied and he became a businessman and he became the face of the the emirates to a lot of the foreign world and he he did that so well so you see there's of course we 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 know and we hear about you know uh, 
the human rights and we hear about the freedom of press and all of those things but fundamentally there is a genuine intention to build a good football club and to build a good group of clubs you see that the knowledge and the experience and the the technology and the investments that go into making a good football club is being distributed not just to manchester in the richest league but it's being distributed all around the world with the city football group and that's how how they've done it yeah definitely and if you take a look at how they buy players for example that's one thing i just talked about but then they've also invested in their academy they have invested in coaches and uh, you know world class facilities for their players and they don't just buy the biggest names you know they won't throw 100 million at the next neymar or 200 million at the next mbappe they have a limit on the spending that they're going to do and they buy a player and they make sure their coach can coach them that's something we have definitely seen with a lot of players so yeah i think shruti you can talk about um, that a little yeah so <clears throat> the manner in which i think we have approached players in the uh, in in the last few years it's pretty evident that you know it, it's not just because someone has built a sort of a reputation for themselves based on the game it's more about who would fit uh, better in the squad whatever you know what are the requirements yes there have been uh, you know error in judgments sometimes uh, over confidence or you know over reliance on a certain player but then again if if you are going to you know if you are going to deal with like uh, about 30 35 40 players uh, in in a co- over a course of few years then you are bound to make you know a couple of mistakes you can't always predict that you know how a player would do once he arrives but in most of the cases uh, city has been uh, you know they, they have kept a keen eye on on the young talents and uh, this another thing that i like is how they have you know not put uh, any any individual over the team like if there's if there's anyone who feels that uh, he is being he is being undervalued uh, while not you know showing the right attitude then i think he has been shown the door or he has you know city have not gone out of their way to stop uh, someone e- even though they are world class talent because sometimes you could be the best player in the world but if you're not a team player then you know you you shouldn't be playing football then you should be playing an individual sport, which uh, this this sort of investment has been incredibly uh, you know well thought out from city's perspective however i do feel that the other end of the business when it comes to selling the players has been sort of dodgy for us which i think they should work on in the coming years because we can't make we, you know we can't keep repeating those same mistakes otherwise it's going to affect the the overall business that we do right so yeah 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 i think i think the yeah i mean i'm yeah, just glad we didn't them. spend uh, you know 90 million on on some player that we had to ship off to milan and i'm just <laughs> i'm just glad that we didn't pay 500k a week for someone to to play the piano right so we made i mean <laughs> we tried to make bad investments i think we got lucky hey Musical talent, musical talent is important in <laughs> lockdown times, man. Don't be so hard. Yeah, it comes to Instagram followers, yeah, right? That's true. But I think we tried yeah. to make some mistakes and we dodged a few bullets with uh, with Sanchez and Fred. Uh, so, in a way, we got lucky as well, I would say. 
Yeah. So, see if if the player is if the player is good and he is yeah. willing to play, like for someone like Phil Foden, who is in who is so like he's he's brilliant on the field. You love to you know watch him play. He moves so swiftly. He's he has really good control over the ball. Yes. Yeah, and Glides through he the and you know you you look at him and you wonder, wow, he uh, you know you. you look at his confidence and you are in awe that okay this this player is so good but if foden you know if foden wouldn't wait for a season if foden said that no okay i want uh, to you know go in the starting 11 choose me over david silva when it's silva's last season then i don't think pep would have you know rooted for him as hard as he does right so yeah i got to disagree with you on yeah. that one man when it comes to foden i'm with a gang that calls pep fraudiola really i'm sorry Yeah, how can you not play? Controversy. I I don't think that's. See if. Yes, is a great player. No, I think. Oh, I'm, Sandal, so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, so uh, when it when it comes to Foden, I think I'm with the gang that calls Pep Fraudiola because you know he's he's such a talent that has been reduced to just League Cup games, and if you look at the the club play. and if you look at all the other clubs from united to arsenal and even chelsea um i look at their youth and even though i don't even remotely support their clubs i'm so happy to see their youth do well right and i really wish to see that in city more but the reality is we've not done a good job of keeping our youth and i think that is definitely one area where uh, we can improve Yeah, I guess there are quite a few areas where we can improve. Even Shruti mentioned a good point about how we're not that good a selling club. I mean, see, in some sense, no club should be a good selling club, you know, because if you're a good selling club, it means the players don't want to be there. If you take Barcelona, Real Madrid, for example, they're not selling clubs. They're clubs where players go to to win, and I think City is going to be that. But we hear rumors about. Sane going for cutthroat prices. I, I I don't know how much truth there is to them, but even if he is going to leave, I I hope you know City can get a good deal out of him because at the yeah. end of the day, he's still a fantastic player, right? Yeah, Sane for fifty million is is crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's it's unbelievable that a player of his quality can can go away for so low, right? But I think that injury of the the, yeah. uh, the fact that he sustained an injury so early in the season, you know, affected his price so much. And they they have an upper hand now because they know that if they wait for one more year, they are going to get him for free. So they are just toying with us, and which is what we shouldn't have allowed in the first place. So, yeah. I, I guess if a German wants to play mm. for Bayern Munich, um, you're going to find it very hard to, to yeah that. Tell him no. Yeah, that's also true. But maybe we can discuss more about transfers on another episode. To all you listeners out there, you guys can stay tuned because uh, we're running out of time on this one. So yeah, but either way, you know, we've. <laughs> I guess this podcast has been in the works for quite a while. Like I said in the previous episode, and we've all got so many fans who are so ready to just. Say whatever they've been feeling. You know, they've got it bottled up, and we generally don't have bottles because <laughs> we just win titles. But I think you know today still marks a significant day. Plus sides and minus sides are always there for every club. But either way, we're on people's minds. 
and you know you you can just feel that city is here to stay and today is a significant reminder of that fact you know just just that feeling that when we won yeah. our first title it was just wow and the eight years past eight years have definitely been a dream you guys can like give us closing comments on that note oh it as you said the past eight years have been a, like you know they have just like felt like a dream a really nice dream that i don't and i don't want to wake up from that i know uh, it's it's the law of the sport there there are there are going to be ups and there are going to be downs but this day and this day 8 years ago i i realized that you know you 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 can never be ruled out of a competition that's what i understood that's that's what i understood in the, the moment aguero scored a goal because every last bit of hope that i had it was right there and then you know that goal happened and i think for the next 5 or yeah for the next 5 minutes i just i just remember you know sitting in silence and looking at uh, you know thinking what 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 just happened i i did not expect it to you know the uh, the the hopes you know they they had started to die but every with every last bit of uh, confidence i had in my team i was praying my guts out that please please just just score one goal and you know we might we might just become the champions and we might become the champions you know when manchester united are desperate for us to lose this game or to draw the game so that made that victory even more sweet you know it it was it was amazing i don't, it's been 8 years and i th- i think i can still you know relive that moment any time i want it was it was beautiful i don't know how else to express it Yeah. 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 But uh I remember one point in that game when um Kupia scored the second goal. And uh, I hear I remember clearly remember Martin Tyler <laughs> saying typical city, you know, because for what 118 years before that we just had that um it's cityitis they used to call it where we used to bottle it at the last moment. So I think we have very much passed that. I think we've healed from that. So I think the next eight years look really well, bright. Well, I don't know. Even What last year, we, we had to concede to Brighton before <laughs> before we actually came back. So, Winning it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I we remember, need our blood pressure high. I, I, I remember 14th May better better than 13th, mainly because I think that's when my prescription started, probably. <laughs> But. It is not. Yeah, it is. It is. It is not at all. Okay. The 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 hundred point season was a one off. I don't think it is absolutely the city culture or the city way to to dominate in Boston win without giving a few heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we retain. I hope we retain a bit of that. And uh, probably when 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 Aguero scored that goal and after that when the scenes moved to. you know and and you see the reaction of of Fergie and and all of that and and I remember very clearly Fergie said not in my lifetime I'm like you know he really tried but I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm disappointed I think 8 years ago this day uh, this team rewrote the definition of typical city and that's the best thing that has happened to this sport 
yeah that's that's beautiful actually because now tropical city is winning it in the last one getting 100 points in the last one so yeah i think that's a very bright note to end our podcast episode of today on and this day is very significant for every city fan because we have a fan spotlight feature coming up in a bit and you will hear the story of that fan and how this day is that important to him so you guys should just stay tuned and yeah that wraps up today's episode so thanks sandy thanks. and shivani for joining us this evening you were an awesome host all right Coming up, our first ever fan spotlight feature. Welcome once again to the fan spotlight feature of this podcast episode. Today's spotlight is on Dr. Anchlesh Dekan. He's been nominated as Man City's fan of the month. He's been at the forefront of the fight against the COVID-19 virus and he's brightened that bleak landscape by marking his personal protective equipment with a number of his favorite player. He's the chairman of the Nagpur Original uh, Official Supporters Club. He's a lifelong City fan and a great community member. Welcome doctor to the show. Thank you Puneet. Thank you very much for inviting me on your podcast. It is a it's really great to be on your podcast. Hello everyone. Myself Dr. Anchalesh Teka. I am the chairman of Man City Official Supporter Club Nagpur. And right now I am doing I am pursuing my MD in Community Medicine from Indira Gandhi Government Medical College Nagpur. Cool. So, yeah, doctor, you have obviously been at the forefront of the fight against COVID-19, right? So, yes. how is the situation in your city of Nagpur? in maharashtra uh, situation in nagpur is like uh, some day we feel that it is under control some day we think that uh, it will go beyond our our reach okay but so far as we can see that there are some 270 280 cases are there in nagpur and the hotspots are very well identified and they are very what we can say we had uh, controlled them in a much uh, better manner in the hotspots and okay. and so far we are not uh, seeing any cases outside the hotspot so that is a very great thing for us and it feels good that still the community spread is yet to happen yeah definitely definitely so coming clo- a little closer to home now you've been nominated as man city's fan of the month uh, for your role in the battle against the coronavirus pandemic yes. so can you tell us a little bit about why and how it feels Okay so first of all it was uh, it is one of the greatest uh, biggest achievement of my life to to feature in citizens of month <laughs> wow yes and uh, and my work uh, was posted on instagram twitter and facebook uh, like all the hand- social media handles of man city so i'm really thankful to them yeah first. and actually uh, my work in covid-19 actually it started uh it was it started uh, like we we were the senior guys so we were kept in in the standby so our uh, our the head of department said that you guys are senior most and you are uh, facing the we we are supposed to face our exams which was supposed okay. to be in month of may but it got cancelled not cancelled okay. it got postponed so we were in the standby 
and in the month of march only i got uh, this uh, i i had surgery uh, i i got my appendix removed so oh, okay i was staying at home and i was also worried that how the other guys are coping up with the, with this epidemic with this pandemic and when i will get the call how i will manage this because uh, already in my house my my sister younger sister and my wife are living so i was pretty uh, i was like on my back foot that how i will be doing this okay and uh, it happened that the number of cases were increasing daily so one uh, my 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 sir called me and he said that you are you are being posted from the next next week okay so i came up i came here uh, i joined the posting and i decided that i will stay in the hospital as long as i am posted here so since for last 45 days i am living in the hostel now <laughs> i am not going okay. Okay. So to and every day actually you be used to see like uh, 200 300 people uh, who are coming in our screening OPD actually uh, we are the community medicine people so we are posted in screening OPD. Okay okay. So every day around 200 uh, 300 people come so we are like uh, we don't know who will be positive who will not be. Right. So I I thought that what should be should i do to get uh, to keep myself charged so i i just um, actually aguero is my favorite player and he is the reason that uh, what i am today and what i'm uh, that that he's the reason that i'm a doctor today so i oh, wow. i just put his number on my ppe so so that i can be motivated and i i can work easily Yeah, that was an inspired idea because your picture has been shared everywhere, and you know you've gone yes. viral. Yes, and I posted on Twitter, and uh, after one or two days, I just uh, again logged in my Twitter, and I saw when I saw thousand likes, I was like, uh, "How this is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> wow, everyone's dream that is. The same, my my same tweet uh, was retweeted by Man City official account, so I was like, "Wow." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so yeah, maybe you can tell us more about how you started following City, and you know more about your supporters club also. Um, uh, to begin with, uh, my how I started supporting City, it was like in year two thousand twelve. I was in my final year of my MBBS, so actually it was uh, the final year is uh, for us is like very difficult. Hectic, yes, sir. And very, uh, yeah. We are posted. We are continuously doing some or other posting, and as well as we have to study also, and we have to score also, because uh, our teachers will not have any any kind of mercy on us, sir. Right. Most difficult year of my life. So I talk uh, with my friend, my one of my best friend. His name is Rungcho Jami. Okay. So he is from Nagaland. Okay. And he is uh, a die-hard uh, United fan since '96. Okay. So I asked him that, uh, do you see any kind of motivation in the world or any kind of anything big bigger happening this year? So he said that if you want to see something, you just see you just follow City. I was till then I was into okay. cricket, so I I used to watch cricket, uh, and I had no idea about football. And he said that. Uh, He said me that follow Man City, and uh, 
ऐसा पूरे लाइफ टाइम में कभी दोबारा नहीं होगा सो ही सेड लाइक दैट सो ही सेड दैट दिस विल नेवर हैपन अगेन इन योर इन योर लाइफ टाइम सो आई आई वाज क्यूरियस सो आई स्टार्टेड फॉर आई आई स्टार्टेड फॉर सीइंग व्हाट हैपेंड एक्चुअली सो आई एंड ही गिव मी टू वीडियोस मैन सिटी सीजन रिव्यू 2012 सो आई यूज्ड टू वाच द वीडियोस एवरी डे सो आई आई वाच एवरी मैच ऑफ ऑफ द सीजन 2012 uh like the 6-1 victory at old trafford then then samir nasir's goal against chelsea so uh, every wow. then uh, and every and after that every single day in the morning before starting my work or before starting my studies i used to watch the qpr game every single day for the whole year i used to watch wow. every single day the moment i in the morning i get up i will start my laptop i will uh, put on that video Okay. So the Q, the QPR game and the the way City won on the last day, last match, last minute, last second. So that was the reason which uh, kept me motivated, kept me pumped up every all the year. Okay. And that was the only reason I was able to concentrate and I was I was able to study. Okay. So it started like that. Wow, what a what a journey! So, yeah, you said Aguero is the reason you became a doctor. Maybe you can talk a little more about that. So, so Aguero, the and Aguero make us uh, made the victory happen for us. And I saw something. I really got connected that this is the team which I should follow. This is the team because they never they never give up. They never surrender anything till the last minute, last second. They fight. so that was the spirit i i was looking up to and that was the reason and uh, after that i just i printed one of the one 6 by 6 into 4 four feet big big poster of aguero and i kept in my room okay so wow. like since last 8 years the, that same poster is there in my in my room oh, wow what a fan and the uh, season before the last match I got an email from Man City. I'm already registered on the pla- city's platform. Okay. So it was uh, in the email. It was written that watch the final game with your fellow other citizens. So I was like, uh, I should try this. So when I logged in, the server was keep changing my location to the Mumbai or Pune. So I was again. I was. I was. I kept refreshing the location, but it was again. and again keeping me on mumbai or pune so when i type nagpur so it it showed that uh, we don't have any supporter club create your own so i thought that this is my time to start the club so i clicked on that completed all the procedure and that's how i started nagpur supporters club and okay wow. so in and i was very like all the procedure in uh, for nagpur and in the in the in the beginning i started uh, promoting the club on the social media like facebook instagram and slowly and slowly uh, few like two or uh, three juniors from my own college they contacted me from uh, my from our facebook page 
so in the beginning uh, our community grow okay. grew in uh, igjmc nagpur only and after that uh, our page uh, became was becoming popular in nagpur so likewise people people kept uh, joining us and and the moment when we cross 50 so there is a, another organization in nagpur which is called aslam soccer so along with them we we used to do a, a lot of community activities so i again registered a few of their uh, academy players so likewise uh, we are now at 153 so there are 153 support uh, official supporters from nagpur wow okay yes but uh, most of them are just from the this uh, academy slum soccer academy okay okay so yeah maybe you can talk a little bit more about your community project okay like slum soccer so i started uh, so uh, after starting this club in nagpur so i i decided that our main motto should be giving back to the community because i used to see this uh, from this advertisement from man city regarding citizens giving and the number of projects they are doing all over the world okay and being a community medicine person i thought that okay i should direct this club in this in in the same direction like what man city is expecting us to do okay I th- uh, first I thought that uh, how and uh, how I can do that so uh, I just uh, got in contact with this uh, sl- this organization called as slum soccer so this organization is also working in Nagpur since last 20 day 20 years and uh, okay and they used to teach uh, soccer to the slum slum kids so that they should not deviate uh, from their path and should land up uh, being a criminal or something so they should not go in the wrong direction so they are teaching them football yeah. and keeping them united and keeping them more so, more uh, social okay okay so i contacted uh, their ceo doctor uh, sorry abhijit sir and he allowed and when uh, when i told uh, him our projects so he was very happy and he he thought that they, so he approved it so started first started with uh, a health education program for the menstrual hygiene for adults and girls so two of our doctors dr priya and dr punam who are from igjmc only so they took the session for this adults and girls and uh, they they gave the, they gave them uh, all these girls the education that what is right and what is not right and what should be done and what not to be done in in this menstrual hygiene still, okay. still in india uh, this kind of, this topic is very untethered and people are not having still the right kind of knowledge regarding regarding menstrual hygiene then then after that uh, we took one uh, one uh, one more session for the connections uh, among the players and the coaches how they should be how they should be uh, working 
so this session was taken by our city uh, city supporters uh, saurabh narsi narsariya so okay so he took the session for for the coaches who are working in slum soccer so oh wow okay. and after that uh, i took uh, uh, i just uh, i thought that uh, there are many other uh, slum kids are living around on that area uh, around their academy so i i thought that why not to evaluate how how, how good is their immunization status of these kids so i went okay. so i took the permission with the local authorities and i went into into the community and i visited almost every house and i evaluated how how to means uh, to what extent these kids are immunized according to the government's uh, government uh, indian government's na- national program for immunization so when i found that okay. the hardly any kid was fully immunized to the like uh, all the doses of uh, all the vaccines are given to him to them till the age of 9 months so i rarely found any any kid so i gave my feedback to the local authorities and they con- then after that they conducted a separate session for them and all those kids get their remaining or pending vaccines wow that's amazing and and one more activity i took uh, regarding the first aid in football so it was for this um, co- all the coaches and the football players in the academy that what kind of injuries they, it can happen in while playing football and what kind of precautions and how they should be bef- on the day of, of playing a uh, day before playing and after the playing so i took the session on first aid in football so after that uh, this pandemic happened and everything is like uh, just put on hold those are some really terrific initiatives and i think i wouldn't be wrong in saying that you perfectly embody the spirit that our club represents both in your never say die attitude and how actively involved you are in the community hats off to you doctor and now i'm all sure thank you thank you bullet yeah and now i'm sure you already know this but it's exactly 8 years today since that qpr game and that title win so how have the last 8 years been for you as a fan and how do you think the next 8 years will be the last 8 years were really amazing i every every year i used to enjoy this moment this day i this 13th may i every day every year i just uh, relive the moment on that aguero aguero is a hero that moment i used to relive i, I every year i put statuses i i just post something on my social media i want everyone to know that this thing has just has happened uh, and you need to know this so i keep keep, keep my social media active on this day and the last eight years were very very good and we were very we are growing city as a team are growing and they are winning everything so i just hope that uh, that this year also we if uh, the football starts then we should win the champions yeah. league and in the last eight years city as a football team is growing and even as a football this city football group is also growing they are uh, acquiring a lot of uh, local clubs yeah. around, all yeah. over the world 
they are actively involved in uh, in in india also they had acquired mumbai city fc yeah and so as as a team also and as a football group also they are uh, city is progressing so i hope next 8 years will be will be your uh, city will be ruling the world yeah in football <laughs> we really hope for that so but i think we are all thirsting to see that champions league victory we don't know when it will come yes that one thing is still remaining and sometimes i feel that that this uh, this uh, incompleteness is just uh, keep 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 me running every every time this uh, that one thing is still remaining so that gives me the hope to to feel that uh, we are we, there is something still to done there is still something uh, remaining to yeah, to be done by city correct yeah and i guess everyone is hoping for it everyone feels that incompleteness but uh, yeah unfortunately that's all we've got time for today so thanks a lot dr anshvesh for joining us today you really are an inspiration to all of us here at bangalore the citizen thank you thank you bonit thank you for your thank time you for your time doctor i'm sure you're very busy <laughs> thank you now in conclusion two things firstly a big shout out to our super active social media team thanks to them star sports has agreed to broadcast the city versus qpr game for all our indian fans Tune in at 10:30 p.m. tonight on Star Sports Select 1 and Select 1 HD to relive this massive game. Secondly, to all you faithful fans who listen to the whole podcast despite wondering about the seemingly misplaced piece of commentary in the beginning, the rest of the commentary is coming up. I would recommend you listen to it on loop at least a minimum of 50 times because moments like this they come once in a blue moon. Enjoy.